0: Welcome back to the We Suite. Today we are diving into a conversation about knowledge and application for elevation. We have heard the saying, "Knowledge is power," but what does that statement mean to you? Let's get into it. In our chat today, we are highlighting what it means for men to equip themselves with the right tools to achieve the life they desire. First, we are discussing men with intention who work endlessly to lead their families and communities with the hope to elevate to that next level. Next, we will discuss men who haven't quite figured it out yet and what that looks like and how that can hinder their path. Don't worry though, it's a safe place and we are welcoming men from every season of life into this conversation. I'd like to welcome my friend, Brandon Jones, Brandon is the founder and CEO of Next Step Education, where he oversees his nonprofit to help prepare youth for college. He is an author and has over a decade of experience in higher education. Brandon is a husband and father and philanthropist, actively serving in many organizations. He also happens to be an old colleague and just like I said, good friend of mine. Hey, Brandon and welcome. Hey, 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 DeKeys, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm so happy that you said yes to being here today to impart your experience, knowledge and wisdom on us.
1: Well, when you call, I'm definitely coming. Um, I'm very excited that you asked me to be a part of it. And I just I'm just pretty excited to have this conversation.
0: Yeah, well, let's get into it, then. Let's get into it. So I really want to start off with kind of looking at the different seasons that a man could be in in his life and discuss the choices that he makes for himself and for others. Um, So with that in mind, um, the first half of this, what is a man with intention? Let's assume that this is someone at least age 25 and up.
1: So a man with intention, and this is just kind of me talking about my life and the, and the men that are in my life, uh, fathers and uncles and friends and, 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 and fraternity brothers, uh, have put themselves in a position uh, to learn what it is uh, that they want to do in life, right? And I think mm-hmm. that that is the number one thing that a man can do. It's kind of like that self-advocacy, learning what it is that they want to do. Uh, put themselves in a better position, uh, which will then put themselves in a better position for their families and or a wife and kids um, in their career, um, in their uh, extracurricular activities. Um, but it's being intentional and understanding that uh, this chess move will get me here uh, instead of you know walking aimlessly uh, through life. So I, I think that you hit the nail on the head talking about a man with intention. Is Mm -hmm. what is it that you want to do? And what is the plan that you are putting in place to get you there? Um, It's just being more strategic in, you know, how you are navigating this thing called life.
0: Mm, Yeah, I use some words that I like to you said, you know, being strategic, you know, um, and planning. And I think that is, to me, kind of the epitome of intentionality, whether and I know we're talking about men today because it's season but really for individual, but I think being able to set some type of plan for yourself. And we know that some people struggle to set uh, plans for themselves or to figure out the way, which will lead into another question I have for you here in a minute. But before we go there, I wanted to kind of um, dive a little bit deeper into this first one. So I said 25 and up, but we realized that those are some very you know, different brackets of life that a person 25, 35, 45, 55 might be in, and so on. And so what do you think for someone under the age of, let's just say, maybe perhaps 45, um, learns how to start setting some of those intentions?
1: Well, I, I think it's really about sitting down and focusing on on what you want your life to be like, right mm-hmm. and and do you, uh, and, and it's as simple as, you know, what career you want to be in or what career you want to change in if you've already, you know, started your career. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is your family dynamic, you know, going to look like, you know, what does your retirement look like? Uh, men who are, uh, let's say under 45, they're, they're grown. They are, they've, they've started their career. um, most likely may have started a family. Um, I think then uh, the focus uh, would be just the future, right? How can you put your family uh, in the best position possible uh, to be uh, better in the future, right? How mm-hmm. can you do um, what things do you need to do in your career um, to grow as much as you can uh, to to put yourself in a better position, you know, in your career or in a financial situation right mm-hmm. i think that um, it's it's the the chess of life is what happens like well, this move is going to put me here and this move is going to put me there and you really have to put this plan together and it's a beautiful thing when the plan works out i i was i was reading something and it talked about the, the seasons of a man's life and it talked about uh, you know at that age you're you're probably in the influence stage right and Mm -hmm. you are trying to uh you've you've already identified who you are you've you've, you've done a lot of the learning and development um after that and now you're kind of in the influence stage and so I think that as a man who was at that age you know 45 or maybe a, a few years younger um you are now right now looking towards the future and putting yourself uh in a better position period Right. Mm-hmm. And so th- these are like your earning years financially um, and you want to make sure you uh, are, are doing the things necessary uh, in all aspects of your life uh, to have a better future. So, you know, career wise, um, you're doing those things necessary to um, get that raise or, or or get that promotion and or maybe there is a career change. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, with your family. You know, you want to make sure that you're instilling the things necessary for your for your children to be productive citizens. You want to make sure that you're spending time with your with your wife or the lady in your life. And, and you want to make sure that um, that relationship is is, is blooming. And, um, you know, outside of that with your friends, you know, at, at this point, you know, men are holding other men accountable and you want to make sure that, you know, your friends are around. So we're talking now about health and making sure you're going to the doctor, uh, you know, is a, a stereotype in the, in the community that black men don't go to the doctor. Um, and so it's things like that, that we are now just trying to make sure we are putting ourselves in a better position just in life period. And so that's kind of, I think the focus for a, a man who is is around that age.
0: Okay. Awesome. I like it. I, I'm glad that you even went so far as to get into, um, things that just wasn't dealing with 100% self holding people around you accountable. Uh, Your your circle is important. You spoke about influence and we definitely have always as a human race, though we harp on social media in present times, we've all, we've always been just as a people um, concerned with, our environment and the things that impact us in that environment. So our neighbors or back in the day, keeping up with the Joneses, it's always been a thing. Um, and mm-hmm. so who, who who's in your circle matters and um, whether that is holding people accountable and trying to grow together. Or realizing who's no longer, as one of my church ladies uh, likes to say, no longer your cup of tea um, because (laughs) they're not they're not adding to your developmental process. So I'm glad that you talked about the accountability piece. That's huge. So I'm going to move on to um, the next part of kind of that first question. When we think about someone that is not kind of uh, at that place of setting intention, what does that look like? Can you describe your opinion of what it looks like when somebody probably doesn't have intention in this phase of life yet?
1: Well, I, I think that is more identifiable by the results that come with that, right? Mm, so, that's huge. so Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, in talking with friends and, and I think everybody has... Uh, that concept of you know where you grew up and you, if you go back home you know there's those same people there's some people who, who are just there doing the same things as when you were young you know and and I know that there are a lot of things that can you know impact that uh, or put somebody in that type of position but I do think that some of it is the decision making um, some of it is situational awareness or lack thereof uh, I think a lack of intention um, and or uh, making sure that you are are in a better position or or lack thereof of that type of concept as well. Um, I, I think the results of that um, are identifiable Be because I, I talk with my students all the time about not walking aimlessly, you know, through their high school and college years is really being present and, and advocating for yourself. And again, as you're going to hear me say a lot of times, putting yourself in a better position, Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, when folks don't do that, um, you end up settling for what life will give you uh, instead mm-hmm. of kind of taking life out of horns and and making things for yourself. Um, and so, I, I think that everybody who who, who listens uh, to your podcast will probably understand that concept of just um, mm-hmm. those individuals who just really didn't uh, take the time um, to be strategic about their decisions um and and didn't put forth the effort uh to make the hard decisions or put in the work you know of, mm-hmm. of that of, an example of I'm, I'm trying to get back in the gym right so mm-hmm. you know some people that say <laughs> you know you get back in the gym those first two weeks are really tough on your body right yeah, but yeah. if you make it past those two weeks you know it, it, it can become a lifestyle and and i think that you know if you're not intentional um uh then you you you'll stop at those two weeks of of you know body soreness you know you really have to be uh strategic and fight through you know things to uh to put yourself in that position that you want to be in
0: yeah i think a lot of people you know they have kind of give up mentality sometime like you said yeah. they start they start doing the work and then it feels too hard or too strenuous to to keep up with and and power forward or the people who um, just sort of lean into some of their environmental factors and they don't put in that effort that you're talking about to better their lives. They rather, you know, focus on the negative instead of the opportunity. They focus on what they feel like they lacked instead of the opportunity of what they could, you know, try to achieve at this point. And we do know um, that people start with, uh, different levels of support and so for mm-hmm. some they may get to that mark a little bit faster because their support system looks different but even so it doesn't mean that the other people can't get there um, but right. and, and right. Us, us both kind of being in that higher ed where we 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 know all about what that looks like first gen students to people first gen meaning um those that are first generational in their households for those that right. may not be aware of that terminology uh, i have to remember that everybody does not work in my field <laughs> right <laughs> but your first generational people um so we know all about what it looks like to have people that come from a different set of resources than others but that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't have a chance an opportunity and I think that in some way, form or fashion, God gives all of us some type of chance or opportunity. It just may look different than it does for, for your neighbor. You said something that I really liked as well. You said that you could end up settling for what life gives you instead of, you know, what you intentionally do. And you also said something about advocating for self in those um You know, I I heard that and I wrote that down right here in front of me because those are really huge things. Um, I don't think people, Mm -hmm. some people don't like the word settle. Um, They think it has a negative, I don't know, connotation behind it. But and they and they try to avoid that word. But really, that's what it is. It is. It's it's settling um, when you don't, you know, make some type of plan or ask the right questions um, or surround yourself by the right people, which I know we're going to get into in a minute. Um, so advocating for yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, again, I go back to who, um, is around you. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of give my two cents there, but I think that you hit yeah. some really, really strong points Bren. And I'm so glad that you do what you do, um, professionally And that you care and have a heart to change the world for some of these uh, individuals who would not otherwise have someone to ask questions or show them the way. You know, some people, like I said, they don't know how or where to start with advocating for themselves because they don't know where to get help. And so I'm thankful that you do the work you do. Uh, but uh, I'm going to roll on to the other question I have for you. How do you feel knowledge plays a role in the essence of who a man becomes and what types of knowledge do you attribute to how a man grows and excels? And I know that's kind of a two part question, so you can deal with them kind of one at a time if you want to.
1: Yeah, no problem. No problem. I, I think that, Um, you know, I I think the topic is knowledge is power. Right. And, and that is absolutely true. I'm learning that so much in my own life in understanding, um, you have to be a student of life. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and a lot of people don't want to be students, you know, sometimes myself included. Right, we are now talking with my friends. We're talking about investments, right? And and how um, do you select uh, the company to invest in, and or how do you diversify your portfolio of investments? And and these are things that are, you know, not very um, that don't come easy to me, right? So I have to like sit down and learn, and and that's the part that's that's tough, right? Is is I want to it's a self-advocacy thing. I'm, I'm trying to put myself in a better position, but I don't, it doesn't come natural to me in understanding um, the investments part of the financial um, industry, right? And mm-hmm. so I really have to sit down and try to learn again, right? And so when you are somebody who uh, is a head of a household or you're responsible for people on your job um, or um, you are looking to be in that position, uh, you do have to learn, right? And so now everybody's having to learn new things. Uh, AI is here now, right? And so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody's oh, learning these things, right? And so everybody has to go back uh, and be a student again, right? And, and if you don't change or learn or ad- 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 be, become more ad- adaptable, if you, if you don't do these things, um you're going to be a dinosaur right and and life is just going to pass you by um i liken that to blockbuster right you'll you'll be the blockbuster right Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) you know and and you don't want to be you know the blockbuster or the discovery zones or the all these companies that used to be here um that aren't here anymore uh, because they just did not adapt to the times, and so I think um, the knowledge—the more important part of that—is—is is knowing what you don't know, right? And 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 being somebody who will kind of research and and find out more, and and you know keep your mind sharp, and um, put yourself in the places uh, where those decision makers or people that can assist you or mentors are going to be, right? And mm-hmm. I think that if you do these things, um, you are putting yourself, again, going back to my to my same concept, is putting yourself in a better position. Um, and so that's kind of where I think that knowledge truly is power, right? Is learning as much as you can and, and applying those to your life.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, man, good stuff. Uh, you know, I really feel like when people don't have the perspective that you just talked about, that it causes missed opportunity. And I know that's where you were touching with, you know, some of these companies that are no longer here because they did not want to adjust to the times and learn. Uh, But we have missed opportunity for sure. And there's things we might leave on the table. And you talked about, you know, your own personal learning with investments and things like that. But, you know, things like situations like that you walk into a room and you leave money on the table um you leave opportunity on the table and somebody else comes behind you who's done the work who's you know partnered with other thinkers and whatever whatever i lack i put people on my team that have it um because that's how you walk into those rooms and not and not miss out. And you talked about right. mentors right. and um, I knew that was going to come up. So I kind of paused earlier <laughs> when we were talking about advocating for yourself, but yes, um, you know, I think mentorship has come up in probably every season so far. We're on season three, but every season we've done. And I personally don't know anybody that has accumulated a certain level of success or on their way to accumulating a certain level of success that they desire for themselves because success looks different for everybody um it's how you define that to be for yourself but those who are where they want to be or or on their way to where they want to be is because they ask the right questions they partnered with the right people and Mm -hmm. they were not afraid or intimidated, or if they were, they, you know, they, they didn't let that intimidation stop them because sometimes you are intimidated, but you can't let it stop you. So they they weren't afraid so much that they didn't take the risk to position themselves to be around other power players and power players for me, um, is are people that are doing what you want to do. So if you see that, you know, Brandon has, you know, his nonprofit that he runs, and he's CEO of that, and he's been able to launch that, and, you know, he's within your network, that's someone that you, you know, shadow, that's someone that becomes your mentor, that's someone that you ask questions, hey, man, how did you do this? How did you start here? I'm. I, I And may, may I add this to the table? Those people are very, very, very busy. Those people are working endless, tirelessly, um, long hours. Even like right now, this is like, I, don't, I mean, y'all won't know it, but this is like after nine o'clock at night that we're doing this right now. <laughs> um, but those, those people have a lot on their plate. So if you are going to position yourself, um, and I had to tell my younger brother this. We're 10 years apart. I had to tell my younger brother this when he told me what he wanted to do professionally. Um, before we start putting you in rooms to talk to certain people, make sure that you do your part first because if you're going to take those people's time and and we know time is money. If you're going to take those Mm -hmm. people's time, you know, even if you feel lost, even if you feel confused, even if you're still figuring out, do something to show that person I'm trying. Right. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with being a dreamer. Um, having dreams is, is, You know, you have to, to get to where you want to go, but you got to put action behind those dreams. So um, I I wanted to slow down and and talk about that too. When we're talking about um, the knowledge is power and missed opportunities that Brandon brought up and the mentorship that he brought up, you have to, like he said earlier, do the work. And that's what, to me, doing the work looks like. So if I want someone to show me the way, I got to come into the room with this is my idea. This is my vision. This is what, this is how I was planning on attacking it. But I don't know if I'm, you know, making the right choices right now. Can you help me think through this? But if you just come in and say, Oh, I want to be this. And that's all you got. That person is going to tell you, come back to me when you got me, when you have something tangible to work with.
1: Right. 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 And, and, and a lot of times it's just sheer will. Right. A lot of times it's just, you know, like I said, Going to the places where these thinkers and these movers and shakers and these mentors are going to be like just being in the environment by osmosis, you're going to learn something.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And I I think that um, a lot of individuals are not taking advantage of just kind of the, the hard work or, you know, some of the and some of it is low hanging fruit, you know, just being around. You know, asking questions, calling somebody up, the, the grit part of it, sending an email, setting up meetings, you know, setting up a phone call to just get a few questions answered, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 a lot of these individuals may actually put you in a circle or put you in a position to meet other folks, yeah. but again it always goes back to that self-advocacy part, right? And so mm-hmm. um, if you don't open your mouth and if you don't go and meet people and if you don't put yourself in a position to be around them and you if you don't do those things, you know, you've just made it that much harder, you know, to reach your goals. And so I think that, you know, doing those incremental little steps um, time over time, you know, consistently you you are bound for success, but you, but you have to do the work. You know, when I was playing football in college, our coach said, you know, there's no substitution for hard work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just true. There's no substitution for it. You just have to do it. You are grinding out these podcast episodes, right? You just, there's no no Mm -hmm. way, (laughs) no other way to do this. You got to do
0: it, right? And 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 that was a learning curve. You know, I want to be humble and say that was a learning curve. I mean, there was so much along the way that I learned. There were times where, you know, I had to learn the editing process because I, you know, do that stuff myself. Um, And there's been times where I made mistakes, but you can't let that shut you down. You got to be, you got to lean into growth moments. And I say that a lot too. I don't really like to call them mistakes, but I like to call them growth moments. Right, I like that. I like that. You lean into it. You used another word though. You said consistently. And that was a big one for me, just like hearing you say that out loud because Uh, a person will come to you and tell you that they want to do this. They want to do that. Um, And they may have even, you know, started to do a little bit of work, but then the consistency isn't there. And it's like, you know, it's, it is hard work. It gets sometimes discouraging. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you, you get disappointed. Sometimes you hear more no's than yes. Sometimes you, you feel something so powerful inside of you that, you know, you can do and capable of doing, but, it's just not lining up the way you want it to. Maybe the finance piece is not there. And you're like, okay, Lord, mm-hmm. how am I going to do this? Like, I, I can't, you know, get the money to get this off the ground. But you just got to be consistent. You know, right. the, the consistent part is very important is even when, you know, it, it's a high season and a low season, you don't quit. You keep going. Um, keep
1: going.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, there are times where I get I get like that. I get like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm tired. My investment is is just not, you know, worth it. But you got to turn those negative thoughts into positive thoughts and say, I'm tired right now. Um, my investment may not feel the way, you know, I, I don't feel the way I should feel about it right now. My investment doesn't look the way I want it to look right now. But it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a close-ended, you know, situation where it's the end-all be-all. So I'm really happy that you said something about consistency. Um, so this other half of that was about um, what types of knowledge do you attribute to how a man grows and excels? And I wanted to talk about that because I know we have an array of listeners. Um, so what types of knowledge do you, you know, attribute to how a man continues to grow? Well,
1: I, I, to be honest with you, I think the most um, impactful uh, knowledge for for men, period, is probably exper- experiential, right? So mm-hmm. men learn from um, doing and having experiences. Um, the example I have in my life is uh, so I come from a, a big family. My my uh, mom is one of fifteen, right? And I mm-hmm. have to have ten uncles, and I had to learn how to um, ride a a riding lawnmower, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know how to do it at first. I was intimidated from learning how to ride the zero turn lawnmower, right? And and I think that, um, learning how to do that and mastering that and learning what you needed to do has put me again in a better position to to do these things later. But that's an example of like a, an experience that I had where it was successful, right? And now I have to cut my grass now with a you know, zero turn line more, and that's what I gotta do every time I cut the grass. Juxtapose that to when I was, let's say, sixteen, seventeen year old trying to learn how to drive a stick, a stick shift. Mm-hmm. Right. And I stalled out five times, six times. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I quit. Like, this isn't for me, right? And, and to this day, I do not know how to drive a stick shift, uh, uh, a car, a manual shift car, right? And and it, it just shows you about how um, the experience will be the same, right? Like, some me trying to learn how to drive this stick and somebody else trying to learn how to drive a stick, I quit because I couldn't get it fast enough. Uh, and somebody sticks through it, you know, has a whole new skill set that if there is an emergency and the person only has a stick shift, right, Mm -hmm. can get us where I need to be, where we need to be. Uh, And I, to this day, cannot do that, right? So I think that the experience for men is kind of where a lot of those lessons come in. Yeah, there are going to be some you know, book stuff and, you know, classroom stuff. But I think that, you know, the experience of life, uh, the experience of what you're learning in a classroom, um, uh, cooking, mm-hmm. right, as an example, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some of the best chefs, you can go to YouTube TV to learn how to do a, um, to, to make a brisket, right? Or uh, to smoke a brisket or, or to make some greens. But it's something about going and listening to your grandmother and watching her do it. Right, that will teach you certain things about you know life in your family or just in general, right? So I just think that um, the experience, no matter where it comes from, you know, family, friends, um, um, your career at your job, um, you le- I learn from my daughter every day. You know, I just think those experiences is kind of the best teacher um, for specifically. So we're talking about men. Uh, men who are around my age or, you know, in my generation, mm-hmm. I think that experience is really where it sticks. And so um, that that's that's where I think the most impactful learning comes from.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, you know, I, I think that it's the same for women. I, I want to plug that, too, since it is a women's empowerment podcast, even though we're hitting season three on men. But I think that um, it, is, it is also experiential for women, too, I do think that is somewhat different, though, sometimes for men because, you know, um, they like to and this is my opinion as a woman. Let me say that many most women, you know, um, we kind of sit back and we watch and we grew up, you know, do as you're told, you know, don't be too uh, outspoken. Don't be too this, to that. You know, you learn to be. Um, seen and not heard, which those things are changing now. We have more women mm-hmm. that that are embracing their vocal nature. They're embracing their leadership skill. They're not being called bossy anymore or aggressive anymore. They're being told you have leadership skill, um, which I do like that we are moving in that direction, so that women know that they have a level playing field and they can they can run businesses too. But just going back, you know, decades and decades, you know, ago, that is how women were taught, so they learned. The, they learned in the home a little bit more in a modest manner to um, to grow. And men, you know, a little bit differently is, you know, throw them to the fire and watch them perform
1: mm-hmm, <laughs> type of thing. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. really
0: appreciate the experiential learning, although I think it makes sense for um, whether male or female. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you said something about learning to master. Uh, I like that you put it that way because sometimes people think that they're supposed to just be an expert at something if it is their dream. And not necessarily. Sometimes you have something you feel truly called to do, but you may struggle with it at first. You may struggle with that right. call, that calling, right. and it's not overnight. It, it is truly what Brandon said, learning to master so um thank you so much. I'm gonna go on to our next one so we can uh get you out of here as I, I know <laughs> I kept you a little longer than I was supposed to, but I didn't wanna I didn't wanna stop you. It was so good. Um, no, no um,
1: problem. No problem at all.
0: Yeah. So my next one here for you is aside from um post secondary. Uh, which, you know, we also may call higher education, college, university, whichever words you guys prefer. Aside from those type of options, in what ways can men elevate themselves? I mean, I know you and I come from a higher ed world and I know your nonprofit also helps uh, uh, people prepare for college. But in addition to that, what other ways can they elevate themselves? I know we just um, landed talking about um, experiential type of learning. But did you want to add anything else to that about preparing for life?
1: Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, now that we are you know, in this 21st century, I mean, there are lessons all over, right? And so mm-hmm. there are free things on the internet. There's classes, uh, free and paid, that are talking about all type of topics that anybody would want to learn about. It doesn't necessarily have to be the four-year university. Um, or you are going to get your master's or becoming a Dr. Lanier, right? You know, so there are ways...
0: <laughs> that was not planned, by the way. So, hey, I got thrown into it because, you, you know, we talked about mentors earlier, but sometimes people people will not let up off of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's put you in a better position, right? And True. so I think that, you know, there are lessons um, anywhere that you can learn about anything, Um on, on just online, right? And mm-hmm. so um, when I'm talking to students about um, their options, we always talk about, you know, the technical schools, apprenticeships, um, on the job training. Um, we talk about savvy ways to get your education at a lower price point. We talk about the military um, and using the GI Bill to get your education. We talk about um, paying a different way by um, using tuition assistance at your job and uh, or tuition reimbursement at your job and we talk about all of these different things right mm-hmm. uh, about how you can obtain an education right so it doesn't necessarily have to be you know in a college but i believe that all individuals should have some type of education beyond high school just mm-hmm. in general right mm-hmm. just in general right and so i think that for for men i, I think that there is a uh, a lot of value in finding yourself around other men. Um, I I, I find value in finding some type of uh, interest group Um, because, you know, when men are working with men, you know, iron sharpens iron. Same thing for women. Uh, But iron does truly sharpen iron. I have learned so much by being in the presence of other men who are trying to do great things with their life, Um, things that I can apply to my life. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, individuals find value of being around me. Um, so, you know, like I say, it doesn't necessarily have to be a formal educational experience. I just think that, um, you can find a lesson in anything and there's too many free opportunities out here, uh, to take advantage of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I echo it all. I do. I think that, um, you just have to remain open, like you said earlier in this conversation towards the beginning, that you have to always be willing to learn, Yep. you know. And yep. there's, there's this thing in our hands that we have all day long that we walk around with. And it is the one of the most powerful tools we have. You can right. use the Internet now to learn almost anything. So right. you, you want right. to learn how to start a business, I mean, you can do a quick Google search while you're sitting in the car waiting on whatever you're going to pick up from somewhere. <laughs> like it's it, 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 it <laughs> right. it's you say. It takes seconds to pick up certain things you need to pick up. Um, and you may need to meet with people. You may need to get some business advice, but you know something like that it, it's, it's it requires you to invest in yourself, and that's what we're right. talking about. Um, so I'm gonna round it out with um, one of one final thought here, because we have talked about a man's intentionality, those that quite, you know, haven't quite figured it out yet, and how that um, helps when they do have that intentionality, and how it can kind of hurt them if they haven't started that process. So. Brandon we want your advice as somebody that is um you know helping people do this every day and I want us to think about it like this because it affects more than our careers. So we, we have talked about, um, family, we've talked about the job market, but you know, it, it affects in other ways, you know, relationships, conflict and stress management, financial Mm -hmm. management, how we view the world, our ability to even make informed decisions as, as like citizens, as you mentioned earlier about raising, you know, children that are informed. So, you know, if they are struggling with how to start identifying their intentions and they have not engaged the knowledge is power concept, if you could wrap up majority of some of the things we talked about, what advice could you summarize for them in being able to navigate all these different areas of life?
1: Well, I, I think the first thing would I would say would be a, a self um, identifying journey. I think mm-hmm. a self-assessment would be the the first thing that anybody would need to do, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you don't like the situation that you're in, you want to change it, you can't complain if you don't want to do the work to change it, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I think that that self-assessment and understanding where you are, identifying where you want to be, you know, lay, laying out the steps to get there, um, identifying who your helpmates could be in this process or who are your um, individuals that can provide you with more access to the things that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just putting together that type of plan, a journey plan, um, would be a really good way um, to uh, putting yourself in a better position, but also just advocating for yourself. Learn, uh, in this process, you're also learning the knowledge that you need to do. Uh, that you need to learn to get the the power that you are looking to get. Um, all of this is wrapped up in that journey. I think that that building that life plan, um, identifying what you want, uh, how to get there, also identifying some potential pitfalls on the way, right? Mm-hmm. and And making sure you are aware of those things and then learning by example, right? You don't have to learn by experience all the time, right? And so, I think that learning by the mistakes or or you know some of the successes of those individuals who are ahead of you or who mm-hmm. are around you, you know, apply those, you know, mm-hmm. shorten the learning curve as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I think that those are the things that would help somebody um put themselves in a better position, right? It's just doing that type of work. I think if yeah. you do that again consistently. I think you're bound for success. You just have to do it. And I think that's kind of where I would land on on that yeah. type of process.
0: No, that's is, that's is perfect. Perfect. I I don't really have much to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that was perfect. I really appreciate that you added to that uh to identify the pitfalls because I think that yeah. makes that that helps put into perspective um, that even if your goal or vision is on paper, maybe lofty, is not unrealistic. You just right. need to be realistic with yourself that it is a journey. So I'm glad that you mm-hmm. said something about the pitfalls. Because sometimes, you know, people um, have these goals And they set, you know, this bar for themselves. And when things don't go as planned, which 90% 90 to 100% (laughs) of the time, when they don't go as planned, they can't pick themselves back up when they fall because they did not identify those pitfalls. They weren't realistic with themselves that this is a process and everything you have outlined on this paper may not go that way. And you may have some hurdles, you may have some setbacks. And if you open your mind up to that then you kind of help yourself cope when it happens. Um, So I'm really thankful that you mentioned the pitfalls. Um, One final thing I wanted to say, which I I really didn't have this in my notes for you, but I know that I asked you to talk a good bit about that 25 to 45 mark, because I felt like that was the need, Um, but it is a men's season. So I would like for you to give some advice to the 45 and up um, if you can that, you know, is kind of trying to figure out, okay, I planned out life, I planned out what home life would look like, but in this next season, you know, what? Do you have any advice for people that might be, you know, in the 45 and up era and trying to figure out their moves?
1: Yeah, well, what I've learned um, just from, you know, I have, I'm I'm in a fraternity, I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Psi, and so Mm -hmm. I am around (laughs) men, All the time. Um, And what I've learned that that group is doing, they're really pouring into us. Mm. Right. That seems to be where they are getting a lot of value, Um, you know, giving a lot of value and getting a lot of intrinsic value. It's just that they are pouring into us, teaching us um, things that that we don't need to bump our heads on, Um, making us aware of things to come, it's almost like you've been on the journey, and now they're coming back to report, you know, what they saw, and 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 it has allowed us to at least navigate that portion of the journey a lot quicker than maybe mm-hmm. themselves had to do. And so, uh, my advice to anybody who's over forty-five and getting into uh, retirement age or or close to it is is find somebody to pour um, what you've learned into, right. And, mm-hmm. and help them be better, uh, mm-hmm. quicker, faster, mm-hmm. stronger, you know, than they, than you were at that age. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, cause I, I already, I'm ready for that. Right. So when I get to that age, you know, I'm hoping there's some, some young men who are, um, you know, ready to sit, you know, at, at my, at my feet, like I did yeah. them, you know, to get yeah. those lessons, you know. Yeah. Um. So that that's kind of where I I would hope that those those men would find value and and being able to pour into you know a younger man to put them in a better position.
0: Man, I love that. I almost didn't ask that question. and I'm glad I did. <laughs> it wasn't in my nose, guys, but you know, I I felt like the keys. Do your due di- diligence, you are helping, you know, that 25 to 45 age gap that are planning and mapping out their life and kind of starting to um, hit some of those those milestones. And then something in my spirit nudged at me and was like, girl, you do, you're do doing the man's season, do the whole thing. And I'm so glad I asked that question because that was awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, I think we call it pay it forward and it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a valuable thing to be able to give back once you've been blessed to get to certain places in life, um, wow. so Brandon, I'm not gonna keep any keep you any longer than I than I should. Um, so, where can our listeners follow or connect with you?
1: They can get more information from me um, at uh, collegereadiness101.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at collegereadiness101.com. Uh, and at next step education, um, we are doing uh, the work to assist these college bound families uh, to do more, put themselves in a better position for admissions and matriculating through college. And I'm very excited about the scholars that have come through and they're coming back to do that again. They're, they're going back to report you know what, what their experiences were like. And, and so I, I, I think that uh, if, you, if you want more information, uh, again, that was collegereadiness101.com, and you can find me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at collegereadiness101.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. I will end us out with some tips, and then let you guys go. Um, you know. There was a lot packed into this. Um, So it's hard. It's it's always hard to do this. It's always hard. Um, But I tried to pull what I could for you guys. So tip one, being intentional means you are strategic, you plan, you advocate for yourself. You don't wander aimlessly. Um, And our number two, experiential learning helps us grow as well. Number three, utilize mentors and hold yourself and your friends accountable. Number four, self-assess, build your life plan. If you're not really sure where to get started, start identifying what's important to you and what you want for yourself. And um, I think uh, Brandon mentioned this earlier, so I want to kind of jump back to that point. That is not just your career. That's what do you want your family to look like. Um, What do you want your retirement to look like? So I know he he hit those points. And I I thought those were pretty powerful points. Sometimes people focus just on their career path. And then number five, uh, when you begin to reach your goals, pay it forward. Thank you guys for joining us in the suite. Don't forget to follow the WeSuite podcast on your favorite listening platform and add me on Insta at Dr. DeKeese L. It's in my podcast bio. See you guys soon. We'll